So this is not an 80s club in Dallas that you wear your Z Cavaricis for, and then you peg your, your, your jeans at the bottom and have the flock of seagulls here. Yeah, That's be, not But be this careful, Mistral. I started my career at the Lowe's Anatole, <laughs> the home of what? Mistral. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the AI show from Think Labs. In the whirlwind of AI advancements and innovation, we do the deep dives and all the research, so you don't have to. We Fisher-Price the essential news, updates, interviews, and breakthroughs of the week, providing actionable insight that impacts you, your teams, and your companies. Now let's get started. Here's your hosts, Sam Stanton and Robbie Sawyer. Okay, so this thing says nine hours left. We got enough time on there. Here we go. I would hope so. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode number seven. While they weren't week to week to week as much as we'd hoped, we're back, Robbie. We are. We're back. Number seven. Number seven. Um, we've got a lot of fun stuff to talk about today. You're back in the saddle, so um, to speak. Back in the saddle, back in the studio. How long does it take for you to get your land legs back after being on the water for two weeks? Well, that's funny. I don't have a problem with that. But mom, like the Dude. minute we got off the ship, she was swerving. And then she was trying to blame it two days later. But I think she had a lot of wine at dinner. Really? Good for her. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, I don't if I was have on any the problem. ship with you for two weeks, I'd have to have a lot of wine. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. She's doing good, though. She's that was land. the that's best good. experience ever. She needed that. We all needed that. We all had good fun. And Mom kept up with everyone. And we got to see all of Greece. Some ancient, ancient old stuff. Really? Yeah. Um, and, you know, that probably can take us right into our famed segment that people are copying and duplicating everywhere, Robbie. Yeah. We like to call... Pulse. Pulse. And that's the pulse of people using, talking about, and boy, were they talking about AI on that cruise and, and has a lot of other people as of late. Well, why don't you set the table on exactly what the cruise was, what, why you were there? For those that did not attend the last webcast, which came live from some island in the middle of nowhere. I think you're off the coast of Turkey somewhere. Okay. Uh, we joined our friends and partners, Silver Sea, to provide a bunch of education and uh, experiential learning, if you will, doing both thinkers and that thinkers workshop, which that always blows me away. How I mean, it just it just hits people so hard. And we seem to touch on it on every podcast, so we should at some point dedicate dedicate an entire podcast to yeah we, we probably should because it becomes somewhat commonplace for for us and we talk about it and maybe it's hard for people to soak in as to what it is or why you would do it but man it is it is first of all it's fun to do but second people uh people really gain a lot from that so i'm happy to see as we're getting ready for 2024 we've got a bunch of Thinkers workshops and and thinkers um, action studios um, gonna happen, so that'll be fun doing that because everyone's thinking outside the box now, Robbie. Oh, they should. Yeah, they should be. So our question for all those box thinkers is really, how do you do that? How do you demonstrate that? How do you prove that? And that's what Thinkers Society does with some cool activations on site, like a fourteen foot tall yep. inflatable brain. Now we did not take the brain to Greece. Uh, but we didn't sure take be enough, personalized yeah. workbooks for everybody, which that's always a big fun and a big wow. And then we went through um, what Thinkers is and how to help people unlock their creativity and get back to that. Yeah, so, it'll so be we fun. We're actually doing a big Thinkers event right off the rip. Yeah, in January, like so January second. Yeah. Put down your martini after At the New Year's. Beautiful Biltmore in Phoenix. 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 So that was fun, and then we had a couple more days of seeing really old stuff, and then we came back and um, did our quick start AI. Okay. So we know the reaction to that, and we know people get excited by that. It was fun for me 
because while it was a small group, I had a lot of, um, shall we say, apprehensive, and and I had a lot of naysayers. Okay. And then I also had a lot of people who were already drinking the Kool-Aid before we got there. They were really excited to learn about that. So give me, give me an example of the naysayers, because it seems like they're, those vary depending on the, the group you're with, depending on the situation. Just... Well, not, the naysayers were, and it's not their fault. I mean, the information they've gotten has not been positive. Oh, this is going to be good and It depends things. on the industry too, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and it's not... And to our big point, we always say to people, um, you can't really make your opinion on something until you have an understanding of what it is. So people are making opinions on headlines, and headlines are never meant to be good. They're meant to be shocks. And so they're making their opinion there. And on top of all of that mess, they have no understanding or relevance as to how it will affect them at all. And how to use it. And how to use it. So big, big eye-opener for sure. And had great fun with that. And as we go, because remember, Robbie, we've barely been doing this a year. Barely a year. Um, As we go, the examples and the demonstrations just get better and better and more relevant and bigger wow and bigger aha. And and that definitely happened. Now, the thing that also happened, um, which could be bad for some, but you know me, it's not a problem for me, is that normally after one of these workshops, more than any workshop we've ever done, we get endless Q&A. Well, I had endless Q&A, and so many enlightened people with bright ideas, which they were, um, for the next several days after that. Okay. uh, Which spurred on some facilitations of like, okay, I got it, that was really cool. But is it really that simple, and how would I use it for this? Yeah, dude, you must have been literally... You're in hog heaven, I'm sure. <laughs> Exhausted from talking all day. Yeah, but but it's fun when you literally walk into a pitch black room and click click pull on turn on the light bulb and you just watch people go, oh 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 yeah, oh. Yeah, it's like oh. when you walk in and throw a hand grenade on the ground. And yeah, and they're like, well, I really want to sit down with you and just sure. show you. Oh, here's a here's a great one. So, Adam, the uh, the cruise director. So if you remember on Love Boat, that would have been, what's her name? Yeah. Okay, anyway. Um, So he is responsible for everyday charming all of the passengers and letting them know where they're going to be. Okay. And here's what you need to know about this place. You know where I'm going on this. Yeah. And then um, he does an incredibly competitive quiz Every day trivia game. Okay. Where you got all these groups fighting each other. I didn't participate in that. Mix. Like location type trivia stuff. No, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, hopefully he looks at the demographic and and you yeah. know, who was the third queen of whatever okay. or, okay. you know, what Zeus or what god from Greece did this or you know, it, hopefully he does that. Okay. But now you got to remember, Silver Sea is a massive global brand, so. He also has different audiences on the ships week to week. Yeah, super high end too, right? Like five Crazy star high end. Sure. And I need you to tailor stuff to me because okay. I'm the most important person on the ship. And that's all we heard all week. You know, I've been on this ship 75 days, or I've oh been God. here, and this is but this is my 19th cruise, and you know, on whatever. Okay. But I sat there with Adam, who, like everyone says, hey, I don't have a lot of time. I, I got to figure out another time to do this with you real quick. And I said, hey, just real quick. And, and I did a demonstration. I need to do a welcome um, to everyone to Rhodes, Greece. What do I need to do? Make it a minute long, go. There it is, right? Oh, Adam, your audience is all Japanese and he this had week. Not, and he had not, sorry to interrupt you, but no. he had not utilized generative AI at all. At all, okay. at all. Okay. So he's like looking at me like, what? And then I was like, oh, your audience is all Japanese? Uh can you translate that to Japanese? Yeah, he must have been mind blown. Okay, can you voice that? And then it voices the in, script okay. in Japanese. Of course. So and then, then you see the wheels turning. No, this is not taking away your job. They still need people shaking hands and making people comfortable and guiding the AI. Right. But he was, at that point, like completely in. So, I mean, that, that was a really fun one. Um, 
and they're just endless. And I told you about my my new best friend Gardner and some of the stuff we were doing around. Yeah, we now. talked about him last week, but that's but still that was amazing too. So. Uh, and and did we talk last week about using assist around not only getting insight and an understanding of your interactions, but using it to refine? Yeah, I think we talked briefly about that because we were discussing a little bit what, about what we're doing with MPI. Okay. Um, but but even that gets fine-tuned almost on a daily basis. So now. let me just recap in, yeah. in case we I have a new sure. subscriber. Yeah, yeah. Do subscribe. There's a button somewhere that you have to hit so that you can subscribe <laughs> and see all that. Right. If you do that, Robbie and I would really appreciate it, I think. Do we care? Yeah. We no, do. we care. Yeah, we care. Oh, we sure. care, yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, assist. So, fascinating for interactions, but really powerful for you to understand if your voice and your message and your presentation is on point. So, you fire up this app, you hit a button, it records everything. But, Robbie, it's doing more than just taking notes, right? So, it's listening to inflection, it's listening to tone, it's listening to pace, it's listening to reaction, it's listening to your stammering and whatever you're maybe doing, okay? And it applies that to the audience and, and that, and then we do something that we call BAR, which is the Boggler Assist Rating, okay. using psychological, social, communication, and cognitive sciences to look at an interaction to see how much impact it was actually made. Right. So that sounds great, but why do you need that? It's just data? Well, it's not data because that's put into an algorithm that then spits out and says, boy, when you made this presentation, you really connected when you've said this. That example that you gave was way too long uh, and you lost the audience at this point. Okay. So, I mean, it, you just it's like having your eighth grade teacher there just reviewing everything you're doing and slapping your hand with a ruler going, man, you missed it here, here, and here. Yeah, I need to record my interactions with my 15-year-old son. and Yeah. No, I mean, see no joke. No joke. Right, right, right. And and like you did with Pi, it'll right. say, yeah, you're on fleek or whatever. Right, right, right. Right? right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it will. I got you, fam. Because it's, right. yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> it's got that context yeah, sure. that it applies to it. And so that was fun. So our MPI friends, yeah, made a big presentation and then did the bar review. And the review said, hey, you did this and this and this. But then they took that and then threw it on the presentation and said, now i got to present to this completely different audience. What should I change up? And it was mind-boggling yeah. how precise it was in its prescription. And it's assist powered by Boggle. It is assist powered by Boggle. So where are we at with with assist and in the actual app? Well, we are at the point where we need Man, to. We're so close. Well, we're more than close. I mean, I, we got it like yesterday or whatever, and holy cow! I mean, the stuff it should not work like it's working. So it you can see in real time it doing live transcription. And I beat on the team because it was doing it before, but man, it was not very precise and it would miss words. But as Robbie and everyone here at the studio saw yesterday, I set it up in one corner and was running from room to room and it picked up everything I was saying. (laughs) And then Robbie was doing some extra noise today and it was still picking up everything. So it all, it it listens, it records, it transcribes, and that's all working. Um, And then it sends it off to Boggler to provide all the insight. And that is phenomenal. The algorithm or recipes for all that stuff that I was explaining are so freaking dead on. It's it's amazing. Um, And then the pulling it back in so you can see it in the app instantly is happening. There's a little tweaks that they're doing there. But we are at a point where we need to find several people that they can join our beta and we'll give them assist. They'll download it and they just need to go put it to use. Yeah, and not be afraid to reach out and give us their thoughts. Yeah, and tell us, yep. that's stupid, this doesn't work, or what about this, or have you thought about that? I, uh, I'd be really interested to hear. Um, yeah, there's you know little 
stylizing things and this color is not right and all that stuff, but the basic functionality is there. And with that, I think we'll do a really fast beta run that'll be maybe be a week or two. Yeah, the cool. And then that sucker goes live. Yeah, I mean, and the cool thing, at least in our own internal testing here, is just the, just the 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 easy accessibility to it. You know, the fact that it is an app, the fact that it's literally boom, open the app, hit, you know, hit hit well, record, and you're off to the races. So on the ship, I started the one of the presentations with. I just want to let you know that I'm have my uh, my <clears throat> intelligent assistant taking notes of all of our meeting today, which I'll share with you as soon as we're done. Yeah, that's exactly what I've done. I'm going to, you know, letting folks know that I'm going to, I'm capturing our interaction. Capturing our interaction. And and going to share, you know, the outcome of the call or Zoom or whatever. So that's just blah, 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 blah. Okay, so the minute I'm done, I share to screen. Yeah, okay. You did that? I did and said, here you go. Here's what we got. And I followed up in the email because it writes a stupid email for you. Right. And I shared it and said, Here, uh, here's what we just did. So forget the whole presentation. I mean, it was amazing, of course, right, Robbie. Right. We're very proud of that. But right. forget all of that. You don't need any understanding and you don't even have to say the, the word or the words AI. You just show that and say, Is there value? Yeah. No, for sure. And 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 then I don't care how non AI or how biased you are, you got to have that. And I and I I shared it with my, uh, you know that story of my neighbor with, uh, who's the, uh, yeah the he's the, a fellow at Abbott Labs. Yeah, right. And he's like, he was boggled. I love it when we get to say that mm-hmm. he was boggled, Robbie, because he sat there, and you could just see the wheels turning. Like, oh my gosh. I mean, I could use this, and so he just started throwing it out. I could use this when I'm doing research because I've just got stream of consciousness thoughts, which is what I use it for all the time. But I can use it in the endless meetings I have to go to, yeah. which I spend so much time then having to recap and here's this and this. And then the, the, the way in which it takes the notes, which that's advanced too. We're now following the Cornell note-taking science, which is a whole special crazy right. science. He goes that that would be beneficial. Anyway, so that's that's where that is, but that'll I think segue us into our next new section that you don't know anything about because purposely I wanted to do this to get your reaction because it'll be similar to I think the majority of people and we're going to call this the rant. Okay. So this is when Sam gets a, a bug up his whatever. Okay. And and this has, happened on the cruise. This happens every time we talk to people. Okay. Okay. And this has happened for years, forget AI, think about social. And and uh, what I'm going to say is pizza, Robbie. Okay. Pizza. And say pizza again, and I'm going to say pizza, 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 pizza. pizza, pizza. Okay. And what do Italians eat? No, we're not doing that. They okay. eat pizza. But, but no. We're we talking about privacy here? We're talking about privacy. Okay. Okay, All so right. what I'm saying there is that, like, I can remember when we did social, um, and we are with a massive association in our industry that we're in, and the head uh, research officer for this association, when we were trying to give him an app, he said, well, or, I mean, are you just going to hit OK and take that? I mean, have you read the, the policy? Have I mean, you can't, you can't just like, I mean, that data, I can't have that and I was like, man, are you are you screwing with me? Right, right. Like, I mean, I mean, are you messing? Is there someone? Right. Is someone shooting this? Right. And the guy was dead serious. So how can you be head of technology and research, and be so, whatever? And he's like, oh no, I, I'm just not going to give up my information like that. So, granted, that is a fair concern of so many people, especially with AI now. Is where does my data, or better yet, my knowledge live? Right, and I can't share sensitive, privileged, private information. Even and, though, even though you bank online, and blah 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 blah, and so you got to let them get it all out because they need to get it out, and then they get it out, and then and then you talk about well, let's just keep it simple to begin with, and let's just not use that private stuff. But then here, so here's the ramp part. I said pizza. I said pizza. I said pizza. 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 Now, unfortunately, Robbie, your phone, your social feed, 
your ad your ads inside Google for the next three days are all going to be pizza. Thanks. I like pizza. Well, that's good. Yeah, I, I was I the pizza. word I was going to use is too long is Corinthian leather. Okay. Do you that, remember Corinthian leather? Of course, Chrysler, Lee Iacocca. Did that come from Corinth, which I went to? Maybe. No, it didn't. It didn't. It came from Newark, New Jersey. Okay. They had a $5 million contract, and Bozell, the ad agency, wanted to make this crappy leather sound really amazing and call it Corinth. Okay. Different story, different podcast, right. but really fascinating. But pizza, pizza, pizza. So now in your, in your stream, you're going to see all sorts of ads for pizza. Why? Because everyone out there, has more than 2,000 points of interest about Robbie. And it happens just by listening in, just by hitting accept on your app, just by having your Alexa plugged in over there. Okay. Just by your Google search. So when someone starts barking up that tree of, well, I'm not gonna have my privileged private information shared with everyone, I I, I agree that would be a, a valiant if that's the word task to follow but then you have to ask everyone to leave their phones in the sure. car and then go ahead and just unplug that big internet cable from your office because if they're on the web there's information so yeah. people are oblivious to the obvious that information is there. that ship is already so so how was that for a rant that's a pretty good rant yeah um, that's good you know it's funny backing up to um you know backing up to pulse and just the pulse of people out there as it relates to the knowledge level of generative AI and who's using it, who's not. Um, I, I sent you a text this week, um, our good buddy Chuck Dempsey. Yes. <laughs> so, so Chuck Dempsey, for those of you, he is a literally a legend in the off-road racing scene. Sam and I are, are big fans. He is the wildest of, cowboy ever. He is, he is like Captain America. Awesome, awesome, awesome dude at the cutting edge of all things off-road racing. If you've ever heard of the Baja 1000, the Baja 500, Vegas has the Mint 400, you know, but is it the absolute pinnacle, top end, highest of high-level technology? I mean, just, he's at the high, he works for a company that, 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 that literally builds the highest level off-road trophy trucks. And he knows zero or 190 miles an hour, and there's no in-between on his gas pedal. Dude, it's either oh, full gas, gas, or gas, off. Gas, yeah, it's gas, gas, gas. So I said, Chuck, and he called, we hadn't spoken in a while, he called, we had a great conversation, and he's like, you know, what are you, what are you and Sam up to these days? So <laughs> went around, you know, shared a few things, and then I said, so, you know, we're, you know, heavily, heavily involved now with, you know, generative uh, AI and you know, I, I go, I know you, you're probably familiar with ChatGPT. He goes, what? Yeah. <laughs> I go, ChatGPT. They don't have that in the box. He Baja. goes, dude, I've never even heard. What are you talking about? Really? Yeah. Never even heard of it. Which, you know how, you're of that, you believe that, I'm of the belief that more and more people are obviously familiar, at least they've heard of ChatGPT and Chuck. Chuck is like, no, dude, I don't, I'm, I'm I not think, even familiar with I that. I think that is more than we know now. All these meeting or quick starts that we do, pretty much everyone's heard of it. Maybe half of them would have jacked with it, but not really. Yeah. And it goes down, but uh, very few are completely AI. What is that, or how does that work? No, but we had a very again not to go off too too much, but this is an interesting conversation. You know, th those guys are driving you know close to two hundred miles an hour down straightaways in Baja. You know, and they have their co-pilot. Right. They have their, their the driver. And I said, Chuck, what do y'all do from a cute, you know, from a quality control perspective? Do you do anything to record that interaction and that conversation throughout the, you know, the race, so that Ooh, after after the race is, after the race is over, you know, how was the co-pilot's voice flow? How calm was he? You know, how calm was all of that? And you know, he was, you know, very open and he's like, you know what we do obviously video, you know, they have GoPros everywhere on those trucks, but you know, we video everything and you know, they have the audio, but they don't ever transcribe the audio. So to be able to take the technology, because again, they're, they're at the highest of high level, you know, from a technology perspective. Um, 
So we had a great conversation. I told him we'd try to connect with him here in the next well, we need, I mean, weeks. that's a great use case there. Listen to what happened. Yeah. Or, or better yet, like take my my drive metrics. Yeah. Because they have all of that, just like F1. Yeah, for sure. And dump it in and say, what do I need to know about this race I just did? And is there is there um, is there something I should do better? Yeah. No, for sure. So anyway, I don't mean to. I didn't mean to. Bog, bog, <laughs> boggle us oh. down, whatever. But, but I just thought that was a fun conversation with him as it relates to somebody that's just um, new to uh, AI. Well, we have to get him all AI'd up. Oh yeah, and well, maybe we can get a little Boggler logo on the side of his truck. I know, right? He'd be all over that. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be all over that. Um, okay, so there is that. Um, Let's get into some other stuff. What do we got next, Rob? Well, let's talk. I mean, we I don't know if we briefly hit on the fact that, I mean, we said earlier, hey, we're almost a year. I think we are now exactly one year. It's yeah. the one year anniversary of the launch of ChatGPT. The year which is like a hundred year advancement. It, it, yeah. Yeah. And what did we always say? We've said a few times, if we stop today... It'd be 10 years. 10 years just to begin to unpack everything and figure out where... It's available to us right now. Right now. Yeah, that's that's crazy if you wrap your head around that. But, but um, you know, New York Times wrote a great article. Actually, some of their authors who... Um, writers who are authors. Who, who have are, a lot of consonants who are in their deep last in, name. Yeah, who are deep, deep yeah. into all this stuff and have very high-level contacts and connections. They um, so anyway they they wrote this article about you know is this really as crazy as it seems did this is it really one that groundbreaking that different and was everyone really that um, that clueless that this was going to happen and do we understand what the potential is and so fascinating because of their access um, you know if you if you go back a year. And you look at like a Facebook, which became Meta, yeah, because it was all about the metaverse. And I still don't think people fully understand the metaverse. The well, no, well, the meta connection with Facebook. No, they don't. I just as long as I can go on my feed and right, see the puppies exactly. and my grandmother, right. then I'm fine. Right. No, but I mean, we <laughs> right. we were on the meta track, and. Uh, and we were on the meta track and and doing all kinds of fun stuff. But, I mean, you talk about just dropping that and going, oh, look at this new shiny bobble, let's go. Yeah. I mean, holy cow. Right. But that's us. Yeah. But literally, like, the CEO, Mark Zuckerberg, meets with another icon, a, a head of another company that flies in to see him and is in the cafeteria line at... at at Meta or Facebook. True story? And, true story. Okay. I mean, this is in the article. Okay. And it's like, hey, man, um, I know you're deep in all the Meta stuff, obviously, hello, but you you really need to be looking at, I'm not saying quit at Meta, but I'm saying you really need to see this AI because it is, it is advancing so fast, and I think these other guys are about to drop something that's going to change everything. Okay. So, I mean, the article was fast, fascinating because... Basically, it said, you know, everyone was working in AI in some capacity, whether it's like Netflix and figuring out your, like we yep, always like yep. to say, here's a good movie for sure, you, Robbie, sure. or it's your Siri or... Well, that's a great example, though. I mean, just the algorithms behind Netflix. Right. And you wonder how that happens. Right. Well, it's been happening. Yeah. It's been happening. Well, look at Siri. Right. Right. Look at sure. your Google Maps. Right. How do you get anywhere? Right. Look at Tesla. Yeah. Uh, I mean... There's so much AI infused everywhere, and everyone's been working on that. And yes, this whole thing, which is generative AI, which is based on language, was a project in the works by most. Not, yeah. not anywhere close to what OpenAI had and dropped. And, and they didn't drop it like, here, everyone, go use this. They shared it with a couple people. I mean, the story tells it. Mm -hmm. They shared it with a couple people, and it just went Blue. crazy. Yeah. Um, so fascinating, um, yeah, and, I, and I think it was a precursor because they had like they had like th 
three or four baller writers. I mean, big time writers put this together. I think it's a precursor or a tease for a new book they have coming Maybe. out. Maybe. I didn't read the New York Times, all of it. Um, I did read the, a, a similar article on CNN that okay. was talking about the one year anniversary. And, you know, the whole premise of that is like, listen, Pandora's box is wide open. It's wide it's open. It's wide open. And, and like you said, it's not slowing down. And I heard something this morning too. I can't, uh, oh, this is great. I, I still haven't unpacked it totally, but people are not good at metabolizing change. Metabolizing change. So you have nerds like us yeah. who are like, hey, how can Process, we change it today? Yeah. How can we do that tomorrow? And what? let's change in this and this and this. But human nature is, let's do the same thing we've always done again and again and again. And while we've had change in the past, like their example this morning that I heard was like, here's the catapult, right? Or here's a rifle. And this technology yeah. change changes everything, right? Or, or here's an airplane. Mm-hmm. And it changes everything, and, and, and the advantage, and you didn't need any of those, right? But boy, the advantages of when you had it uh, were great. But it wasn't advancing and as necessary and as needed as generative AI is today. Okay. So, good article. You should check that out. We'll probably put a link in. We ought to, if we are good, a link into the notes there for that. Yeah, for sure. Um, another article, Robbie, sorry if I'm preempting. No, but I, I, think, I think I know where you're going with this, and I asked you before we jumped on. It's like, how are you going to Fisher-Price this? Oh, no, I'm, I got one before that. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah, and that was Salesforce uh, launched a recent um, a recent survey that they did. Okay. Which they yeah. interviewed 14,000 people. In 14 different countries, workers, knowledge professionals. Salesforce, or these are external? No, these are external. These are clients. Clients, okay. okay. And so they hit, um, they hit all those people, and they asked them a series of questions all around. Um, and I'm going to pull it up here. Bear with me one second. Uh, all around, what are, what's happening with AI with them in the work in the workspace? First, are you using it? Do you like it? Do you understand it? Do you see the value? Okay. And then um, what's your company doing, right? I mean, that's the big question, right? And so their responses were 55% of all employees use AI tools without approval. Okay. So they see the benefit and they're using it. Now, they're not going to go tell boss because... Yeah, they're just over here doing this. Yeah, because boss has said... I don't have an answer yet, or I've, I've given you an answer of don't use it. Yeah. However, you know, I can screw off for, for three days out of the week if I'm using this stuff. So I yeah. am going to use it. And boy, I do sound good. And let me cite my sources for you. Okay. So that, that was it. And 40% of workplaces where they did this survey, AI is banned. Just flat out. Oh, completely banned. Completely banned. Okay. So that's a big number. And then the other one that stuck out, was 70% said they lacked or had not received any formal training. Yep. Not only how to use the AI, but how the brand wants them to use the AI and how they can do that safely and expeditiously within the corporation. So... I mean, I, th- I think that's pretty dead on. We've seen that in a couple other um, yeah. reports. Um, and and that's, that ought to be priority for 2024 for any executive of how that's, of how that's playing out. Because yeah. you can prolong and, and have another 50 Zoom meetings and come up with the perfect policy and what's the name of our team and, you know, deciding are we going to use Copilot or are we going to use the Google product or hey do you want to use Boggler or whatever it may be sure you can do that but the point the fact is people are already people are already using it yeah so you need to jump on that horse uh, I wrote a great article well, I didn't I prompted it yes. Boggler did right yeah it's, it's a centaur but, article half but it Sam didn't, but it didn't get produced if not for you no it's a centaur half Sam half right that. sure so uh, but I threw in there our five basic steps that as a leader or a corporation you should 
employ or think about anyway as you deploy AI within your organization. Um, and, so that those, you should, and that you should put a link in. I'll put a link to that. Yeah. But basically, first and foremost, as we preach every week, it's about education and training, right? You have to give people that understanding as to what it is, how it's going to work, and how they can use it within their space, right? The next is you need to get a council or a board or a group together that is diverse as possible from all these different departments that that you can work on all this stuff as as a company as it makes sure everyone's represented, right? Right. You need to create your policies. This aren't rules. You don't break rules, right? This is not about rules. It's about how, as a company, we're going to address and use AI, no matter what the flavor is. Right. And then uh, you need to do an impact assessment. So if we start doing this, if, for example, we're using this to create much better proposals, much more creative, much more defined, and do all that kind of stuff, um, you're going to free up a lot of time. So what do you want those other people doing, right? And 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 what what departments is this going to impact and how do you rework or move people to other duties and responsibilities i mean the the fun thing that kind of came to light for me this week too it's not going to take your job as we always say but what it's going to allow you to do is a lot more during your job so all those tasks that take forever are now just done by ai which now allows you to take up extra things yeah Yep. And so you're basically babysitting the AI that's doing all the menial tasks. So that's one. That's impact assessment. And then you got to develop an AI roadmap. Now, we know that's not long-term, right? That's just like where and how are we going to do this stuff? And that, and where are we going to attack first and create small pilot groups and, and go work in specific departments and have some simple benchmarks and just start moving through it. As we see, we go start applying it somewhere within the studio or wherever it may be, and what we learn in one spot is used for somewhere else. Yeah, and it's going to evolve. So that's that's a good um, that's a good overview of some of the things. Those are just basic things that we ought to be doing. I mean, and you have to clock down because we know everyone's busy. Yeah. But you go need to need to go spend an hour or two a week and mess with that. So I want to hit you with something we haven't really talked about that I think could be fun to, to start to share okay. um, with folks. Give me, give me an example of something that you used AI for in the last couple weeks, not really, just something personal that you've used AI for to, to solve for something that came up. Well, I got two. Okay. One just happened moments ago. You guys can't see out there. Maybe we take the camera out there. But um, one of our studio folks who's an aspiring photographer mm -hmm. has her first shoot today, nice. like a paid client. Yeah. And she is just like nervous, sweating, Stress. crazy, right? And I was like, well, what's the deal? You know what you're doing. You can do this. She's like, yeah, I'm just really concerned about lighting. And, you know, I just got to get it right. This is a big deal. It's a special product. And it's going to go in a magazine and do all that stuff. And so I was like, well, you got Iz coming in to help you. She's like, yeah. I was like, look, where is it? So she took me out there and she said, this is where we're going to do it. And here's a little, you didn't even know this happened. This just happened. Okay, yeah. 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 And there was a little, uh, it's it's homeopathic, I don't know, whatever. I'm sure it's awesome. I'm, I'm sure it's awesome. Right. And I'm going to buy a lot of it and you should too. Follow <laughs> the link below. We don't know what it is, but. Yeah. But, and so she's looking at me. Alien, because they're on the production side of stuff. They don't understand the AI stuff that we're doing. They yeah, they're Chuck Dempsey. Yeah, exactly. Right. So I took a photo of her setup, which is pretty cool. And I said, hey, I'm on a photo shoot here for this product, which is about the size of a lipstick case, to give it perspective. <clears throat> and I need to light it to go into a fashion magazine. So that style and that look. Give me a step-by-step -step guidance of the type of lights I need, the positioning I need, and the settings I should use. So I took a photo and then attached that to it, and boom, it spit it all out. And, and it said, well, you should have a main light here, you should have a key light here, you should have a fill light over here at this degree, it should be at this percentage, you should be shooting at an F8 and do this and this and this. And it shocked me as much as shocked sure, her. I mean, sure. I, I thought it would work, but <coughs> I didn't me. know. So that, yeah. that was, and then another fun one, 
and I don't even think you know about this one either, but it's a good prompt, is again, amazing crews. Amazing crews saw just crazy historical sites. So one day we're in Corinth, Greece, i.e. Corinthians. Okay. Oh, wow. Yep. Yep. Of course. We've all heard yeah, of that, sure, right? Sure. And we had the worst tour guide ever. And it sounded like it was the teacher from Peanuts. The microphones are messed up. She was messed up. It was miserable. So we told her, we asked her to just turn Stop. off Stop. and then we'll just use the headsets to listen to her so it's not coming over the bus. Oh, okay. And then everyone just turned it off because they didn't want to listen to it. Sure. But we wanted to know what in the world we're seeing. Because it was it was the crazy, most majestic, most unmolested. There was a lot of, like in Ephesus, there's a lot of stuff like put in certain places. Yeah. And right, right. Staged. Positioned, sure, staged. Okay? Yeah. This was not staged, and it was massive. So I'm sitting there underneath a tree on this cliff looking at all this stuff with my mom. And I'm like, this must have been something really special. So I fired up Pi okay. and said, hey, I'm sitting here. <coughs> Excuse me. Take my GPS coordinates and tell me. Take my GPS coordinates. coordinates. Oh, wow. Okay. Tell me this is, this had you know, major influence on the writing of Corinthians 1 and 2. Okay. Tell me what I need to know. Wow. And so, in the English accent, because that's what I set my voice to, it says, oh, quite an amazing place you're at. This, you know, Paul, the Apostle Paul, spent 18 months there, and he spent those that whole time trying to convince the Corinthians about whatever it may be. Yeah, yeah. And so you're sitting there with the breeze blowing through, a couple tourists are wondering, it was perfect time to do all this tourist stuff because there's no tourists there. It was just so majestic and amazing. And then we walked somewhere else and said, what is this, you know, yeah, yeah. Parthenon made out of? Well, it's a limestone. And the reason wow. they use limestone is that when you get it wet, you can chisel it and make it smooth. And now this is from this uh, period and blah, 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 blah. So fantastic. That's crazy. Yeah. Mine's more blue collar though. Okay. So you know I'm a Jeep guy. Yeah. I just I was blown away and I said I can't wait to share this with Sam. Oh. <laughs> so I have a I have a classic old Jeep that occasionally needs to be tinkered with and the clutch started giving me a hard time. The clutch would go down halfway and it wouldn't repl wouldn't come all the way back. So I knew something was amiss. So I crawled underneath it and sure enough there's a bracket cover that goes over the the, the portion that releases the brake back, whatever. But one of the bolts were missing. Okay, one of the bolts was in, one of the bolts was missing. And I went online and I'm trying to do all kinds of, and you know, trying to pull up schematics on what size bolt it was and this, that, and the other. I get underneath, I take a picture of it, I then go back to Bogler and I feed Bogler the year of the Jeep, what the issue was, da 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 da. I need to know what size bolt fits into this bracket. And dude, it. Oh, gave you're looking me the, for the R327S. Yeah, well, I mean, it was, it's, you know, American made. It was, you know, the, the, the bolt size was a very normal bolt size, but sure enough, that was the bolt size. So I didn't have to go down, take out the other bolt. So literally, that, that part just blew me away. So, and then soon we'll have agency on top right. of our AI that'll say, can I get that delivered to sure. you in the next hour? Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's crazy. Still need Robbie underneath there, though. Yeah. Wrenching away, wrenching away. Which, which I don't enjoy doing. But. So that's a good segue into the announcement and release of Google Gemini. So Google Gemini is supposed to be the GPT, chat GPT killer from Google, which again... So what was BARD? Well, BARD was... BARD is driven by different language models. Okay, so, so that's BARD a is large, now, this, okay. So BARD is going to stay BARD. It's just going to be driven now by Gemini. Okay, okay. And we've been talking LLMs, large language models, but now what's popping up is medium language models and small language models. Oh, I knew about small language models. models. I knew that medium was coming into play. So Gemini's coming out, and so they do a video, which all the nerds were blowing it up like, I can't do that. It's a marketing video. So they're going to talk about all the things it's going to do. It's not doing it right now. So everyone calm down for a second. Okay. But 
they basically had it riding uh, alongside. Uh, they had like because it's visual. Okay. It's multimodal. Okay. So right now, yeah. Chat GPT <clears throat> has added on vision and yeah. audio. Added on, but Google, think about it. YouTube, right? Okay. Google Images. Right. Google search, Google whatever. Yeah. Can, it's 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 multimodal, meaning all of that stuff from the ground up. Okay. So that has a big, big and this is where we're going. This is this is happening again, not in ten years, in ten weeks. Okay. okay? So they have a, a camera set up and Google Gemini is following along and the guy puts uh, a, a pad on the I will put a link in there. It's crazy. So basically He's like, hey, what's this? And the guy and Gemini goes, oh, well, that's a notepad. He goes, okay, what's this? And he draws a duck. And he goes, well, that appears to be a duck. And then he paint and then he scribbles it in and turns it blue. He goes, that's a blue duck. Now there's only one or two types of blue ducks in the world, this and this and this. And then he pulls up a rubber duck. That's <clears throat> blue. Wow. And he goes, oh. Wow. But the point is, is that it's now watching video or or a scene. And absorbing that and creating context from that. from that, wow. And and there's a small, medium, large. The medium is about to come out in Bard, okay. and the large is supposed to be just next level gamers. I mean, just crazy stuff. So anyway, that's coming out. The medium is equal to um, to ChatGPT as it stands right now. Wow. Okay. <clears throat> so what about so the other one that just launched? Mistral. Yes. This is the one I said, okay, how are you going to fish your price this? So this is not an 80s club in Dallas that you wear your Z Cavaricis for, and then you peg your, your, your jeans at the bottom and have the flock of seagulls here. Yeah, That's be, not this be careful, Mistral. I started my career at the Lowe's Anatole, <laughs> the home of what? Mistral. Yeah. That's <laughs> so funny you just said that. So Mistral, to be honest, we haven't talked about or even paid attention to but three or four guys left OpenAI that's ChatGPT about a year ago right when they launched GPT because it wasn't they weren't going to do it in a safe manner whatever their reasons were and they left and they went to France and they've now got a valuation of over two billion dollars that's with a B yeah okay and they dropped their GPT killer this week and they didn't drop it with look at all this fanfare they gave it to a bunch of people and said go have fun with it I mean, complete guerrilla marketing, right? Just with the just with the torrent link, right? Yeah, yeah, and it is a uh, it is open source, um, so people can start using it. So, again, we've all been using ChatGPT just because that's what's been there. But there's all kinds of stuff that's coming out, and you know, it's it's available immediately for individuals. It's going to take a while for corporate like Copilot. Remember that great video from whatever? I'll put the, the video from Google in and all that stuff. But, I mean, that's such a slow roll because they're like, yeah, we, we'll let you do a pilot if if you've got 300 people yeah, that we can they, sign, they sign up. up if, 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 if. So, I mean, what kind of information and metrics are you really going to get from 300 people inside a 100,000-person company of consequence, so let's we, we can't make any judgment on any of that stuff until we start getting. But it is kind of cool when you think about a company like Microsoft, where you think they're oh we've got all this covered, we can see into the future. No. even they're even they're getting. No, you know, I mean that away. read that New York Times article because it is crazy that it just they're and they're all still befuddled right now as to. I mean, we're working on this as fa as fast as we can, and I got that other book um, that is a guy's name Cade. What was that? I told you to get. The mysteries of uh, genius makers. Yeah, genius makers. Genius makers. That's cool. yeah, but this was written before. So this was changed. written in 2021. Okay. Yeah. Which, but it's fascinating. It follows the birth and the godfathers of AI. How close was it to what's happening? Right no, it's now? dead on. It gives it's you, it gives you like all the, the, the major players now. Like you hear about Hinton, the professor, who's the guy who's the alarmist. Hey, AI is going to take over and all that stuff. Well, dude, you go listen to a chapter or two. Listen, because I did, I did buy the, the audio, audio thing, yeah. and it's this posh English guy. It sounds really good. Um, but I'm listening to it, and man, crazy stories, crazy, crazy, crazy. So 
he just has, it's he and like two assistants. And this is in 2017. And they they cracked this code of using the, uh, the neural nets and the natural language processing and freaking Google and Microsoft and a Chinese company uh, jumped in and they're all trying to buy, and a French company came in to try and buy them. And he's just a professor. And he's like, I don't know how to do all this stuff. I'll, I'll tell you what, we'll all just meet in Tahoe. <laughs> okay. And um, I'm just going to set up an auction. And every day at three o'clock, you guys can put in your bid for what you want to buy us for. <laughs> and so every day That's at three o'clock, and he, and he said, here is the email that you have to send it to. It was a Gmail. That's funny. So do you think, I mean, we're all worried about our privacy now. Do you think Google's looking at that? Yeah. Because they're, sure. I mean, are they? Yeah. And will we ever know? No. No, but we talked about that. That's been going on. So like when he would have been years. happy with half a million dollars, he the bidding went up to $44 million, which today that is a steal. But anyway, sure. back then that was like, you're giving $44 million to this crackpot? Forget right. it. It's funny. So that's that's something um, to go check out. That's, that's a, a fun article, and that's a great book, Genius Makers. And I think... The New York Times article, the authors, I mean, I know the authors from Genius Makers did that okay. thing. So I think there's going to be Genius Makers 2.0 coming out. I think, but, we, uh, need, I think we need to wrap this I up. I think we're going to wrap this up. I, uh, if you would, and if you're interested and you'd like to play with Assist. It, we it, need some ninja testers. Yeah, for sure. and it is just so fun when you sit there and talk and just see the words coming out on the screen and doing that. So let us know. Email uh Sam at redbutton.ai or Robbie at redbutton.ai. And uh, we're only going to do, we've got a couple people that we're going to put in it and we're going to put another 25 people into that first beta round. Um, so hit us up and, and we will. We'll, we'll figure out if pizza, pizza, pizza oh, dude. is a problem. For Sorry people. about that. We'll see what Enjoy your Enjoy your pizza this like. weekend. <laughs> Thanks, right. everyone. Take care. See you. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning into the AI show from Think Labs. Don't miss out on next week's episode where we'll continue to Fisher Price the latest in AI that will make impact for you and your organization. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an update and visit redbutton.ai to learn more about innovation for professionals and organizations. By the way, I'm Bogler, Sam and Robbie's professional assistant that takes care of all their busy work. Ever think about all that repetitive, mind-numbing, time-sucking, busy work I could knock out for you? That's it for now. Thanks again for joining. Until next time, make it an awesome week. Music